Howard Tolman is the general managing partner of G2T3V. We have him on every week. We call it Mining Chicago's Business. We were talking about Toby Keith today, Howard. Um, all the money in the world sometimes can't save you from cancer, and it's hard to lose a big country legend like that. Yeah, I'll tell you for sure that's true. And and it always comes as a surprise. I mean, he, you know, he announced it a while ago, but I'll tell you, the family kept it pretty close. And uh, it was a shock. I mean, 62, I think he was. So it's, yeah, that's yeah. a little that's a little frightening. Right. And I feel for, like uh, I feel like, oh, my gosh, there are so many people in our age group that are dying. And I'm like, did I get to this age where I have to start saying goodbye to friends? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's uh, it's well, you know. What can I say? It's all th- yeah. all things pass, but it is it is sad, and you know, hopefully his his music will live on. I mean, that's the beauty of music; Absolutely. it's around. I mean, look, what was it? Thirty years, and Billy Joel is back on the Grammys yeah. stage with a with a song which you know some people, a couple of people who write for the music space didn't like it. I thought it was a pretty good song, <laughs> especially after that time, and it, it had a hook or two that was out out of this world. So. It's very Billy Joel. It's exactly it was, what would we we'd expect from him. And did you hear who was at the Grammys? Everybody who was at the Grammys. Um, our mayor, Brandon Johnson. Oh, I didn't know that. That's <laughs> bizarre. Wow. Apparently wow, he was so in he L.A. for the African American Mayors Association, and I heard he oh, took gosh. a red eye back to Chicago. And I'm like, wait a second. This doesn't oh, look good. No. Oh, well. You know, this. I, I have to say that that has been the observation of a bunch of people that he's certainly enjoying the perks of the office and going to the Bulls games and all that. All that. It's just he doesn't seem to be doing anything for the city. So let's talk sad, about uh, the um, the Democratic National Convention coming this summer. There are a lot of activists who have been denied permits to protest. What's your take on that, and will that change? Well, first of all, they haven't been denied permits. They've been asked to be in areas that aren't going to be unnecessarily disruptive. And frankly, given what the lunatic Palestinian people did about blocking people from going to O'Hare or keeping people from using the expressways, I'm perfectly comfortable with the idea that if you want to protest, there's an area that's a safe area on both sides, safe for you and safe so that it doesn't interrupt people going to their work or traveling or doing important things. So I don't think they've told any group anything other than we'd like you to do your thing subject to a permit and in an area that will designate. I think the problem is, you know, these these folks want to, you know, they claim it's peaceful, but it's not peaceful when you're interrupting people trying to get to work and everything else. So and I don't think it'll change. I don't think it'll change, even with this guy we have for a mayor who's sort of a clown. (laughs) <laughs> when you say things like Ludatech and Cloud, oh my gosh, the text messages come rolling in. Howard is who he is. He stands by what he says. That's why I like him. Um, on your article on Inc.com today, uh, you're talking about Sports Illustrated, and, and there was a great point in there um, about the Rolling Stone being the golden ring for artists. If you could end up on the cover, that was it. And the same could be said for Sports Illustrated for Everybody in sports, it was so powerful, and we're watching its demise. Well, we're watching its demise, but, you know, what's so interesting, and and I don't give Jan any credit for this, Jan Wenner. It's really his son, and it's really some other people who made this happen. But Rolling Stone, in many respects, 
has morphed into something that's as uh, as interesting today as it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. And one of the reasons is it, it continues to have, and it, it's really funny, this is about people who read Playboy for the cartoons, but Rolling Stone's reporting now on news, on political stories and some of these other stories is as powerful as you're going to find in the New York Times or the Washington Post. They've turned into you know, a more respectable publication than they ever were when they were doing a pretty good job of like owning the real, the music space. I pay for it every month. I pay because I think their reporting is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I think, and and by the way, I mean, it was, it was amazing way back when, I mean, you had Hunter Thompson and these people doing these astonishing, you know, write-ups about stuff, but, but today they've, they've survived and they survived by the way, not even necessarily because of technology. They survived because people want to go to reliable, trustworthy sources and read good writing. They want to read good information, and there's so much junk out there. And frankly, the the, the biggest problem was Rolling Stone has made it, uh, you know, it's digital, so it's every minute they're, they're on top of these stories. I mean, the biggest problem with Sports Illustrated was they went from weekly to uh, bi-monthly to monthly to eventually it was like, who cares? You know, this is like when they talk about the evening news. The truth is the evening news, it's not news. <laughs> it's not the evening because, you know, you hear it all day long. You see it a thousand places. So the idea that Sports Illustrated never understood that they had to freshen and, you know, make their stuff much more timely and current uh, was a real problem. And by the way, when you look at what's going on with, uh, you know, name, image, and likeness, the whole NIL thing, and today uh, Dartmouth College, uh, the National Labor Relations Board, told the ball players at the college that they were now employees and they could unionize. So we're going to see these enormous, crazy changes in college sports. But the interesting thing was that was a, an opportunity. That's a coming thing that's going to throw millions of dollars at young athletes and there is going to be a new publication whether it's called sports illustrator or whatever it is somebody is going to figure out how to take and tell the stories of all these amazing young new athletes uh in a way that's going to be viable and make a good business out of it before i let you go howard Lurie Children's Hospital, day seven your tech guy cybersecurity attack obviously they're not paying the ransom how is this going to play out? I well, I I I hope they're not paying the ransom, but I have to say that this is the scummiest thing in the whole world to, to you know for these people for these hackers to attack the hospitals is just so depressing, and it's even worse that it's a children's hospital. Uh, but it just tells you where we're headed. I mean, we're just headed into a time when, you know, I, I wrote a piece of, a few weeks ago about you've got to protect your information. You have to not have your password be one, two, three, four, five or your dog's name. I mean, there, you know, everybody is going to have to understand that we have to protect ourselves in new ways. I mean, you lock your house door by and large. So you better lock up your digital information or else you're going to be the next victim. It's really disgusting. And I, I hope they can figure it out. It, by the way, it appears to me that it was their email system and a couple of other things, but not necessarily the patient information, which is a godsend. But to think that the doctors are writing down in notebooks all this patient information and that eventually it'll have to be loaded back into the system is bizarre. And these doctors 
are all digital natives. These are not doctors yeah. who grew up doing that. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I wish for them sure, all the best. for sure that it's oh, it's scary. It's really scary. If I had a kid there, I would try to find out who did this and and go kill him. again that's why i I love you howard couldn't be lower could not be lower thank you for joining us all right take care lise thanks howard tallman you'll find his article on inc.com and you'll find him all over social media and he writes nonstop. the news is next from the northwestern medicine newsroom wgn chicago's very own